Hey, it's me, your most consistent podcaster. And I do want to tell you a couple new things before we get into this episode. First and foremost, we did start a business. So if you're interested in finding out more about that, you can come join our Discord channel. You can see the link somewhere in the show notes and find out about Scald's Tale Entertainment LLC. On top of that, in the Discord channel, you can meet the cast, you can answer some questions, have a little bit of a dialogue, and, you know, just overall have a good time. Now to our show. There is tension in the air from our heroes. Recently leaving the sewers, they saw a mad experiment coming from someone who is mixing magic and technology. And now getting attacked by these rats that explode and cause a lot of collateral damage. And joined in by this priestess who claims to be a representative of a high priest of Mephisto. Despite worshipping another god. This tension is so thick. And with strong personalities, there will be a natural tension to butt heads. Will our heroes be able to overcome this? Or are we doomed to fall apart? My name is Christopher Rondeau. And welcome to Scald's Tale, Wyvern's Aria. My name is Alex Bissonette, and I'm playing the proud dragonborn sailor, Arnar Jerinamanis. He is a level 3 fighter using the samurai subclass. My name is Sean, and I play Rythan Dusk. He is a level 1 warlock and a level 2 conjuration wizard. My name is Tyler, and I play Casey Stone, the level 3 Arcane Archer Fighter. Hello, my name is Kidra from Texas, and I play Vivette Moors, the level 3 Celestial Warlock. Within the skyless area of Gentle Chapel neighborhood in the underbelly of Mezzamola, the party begins its search for where these rats came from and meeting this mysterious high priest of Mephisto, the man known as Samson. So, where would you guys like to go? Would you guys like to continue any sort of conversation or are you guys just heading straight out? In the meantime, because I have it and because I basically have help, before we go out, I'm gonna... 
do my uh, second wind. That's the word. Sure. D10 plus 30. Here we go. Don't fail me. That's a one. It's a big bet for health back. <laughs> Sorry. There we go. If you need healing, you could ask the priestess. We don't trust a priestess. Save that for emergencies. All right. So, Casey, yeah. lead the way. Let's sally forth. Casey, before we leave. Um, okay. Never mind. Uh... Keep your eye out on this new person. Oh, absolutely. I don't trust her. In fact, I trust you more than I trust her. I don't trust her either. Did you see how many knives she threw at that rat? I don't... I don't know. Oh, I forget you're new to magic. All right. Uh, just keep your eye open. I mean, I don't care if it's magic or not. I don't trust people who just can do that. All right, let's go then. Okay, fine. And we go. I, I will say that uh, the vet knows where, um, where Samson is staying, not necessarily, uh... Tyler. I would definitely just be walking. Perfect. So you can head down the street to head down Sparrow Way, go down Topaz Street, and arrive at the motel. Unless you guys have plans to stop by anywhere. No, I'll hit the gun shop later. As you are walking, why don't you go ahead and give me a perception check, please? Fine. Everyone is fine. 16 for Rython. 22. Becomes a 10. All right. 14. Rython and Casey. As you guys are going down Sparrow Way, you see Croker, which is Stephanie's bar, which Rython, you said you would be familiar with that. Behind the bar, though, there is a metal fence that protects a basketball court. You guys can hear the sound of something heavy pushing against that metal fence and it's causing it to shake a little bit. I'd like to stealth and go eavesdrop on what the heck's going on. Anyone following? Unless you tell us, I'm just gonna f head over into that direction. Does anyone mention this out loud for the rest of us to hear it? No, I'm gonna stealth break away from the group and go just see what's happening. We were following you, though. <laughs> no, you're following You're following Vivette. You're not following me. Who are we following? Do I notice him sneak off? Uh, there is no way Casey can remain hidden to the party. Yeah, I was gonna say, we're right with each other. Come, you didn't even let me roll! <laughs> <All right>. No. <laughs> like, you don't have the conditions to be hidden from the party. It's a city street. I'll just go check it out. Uh, I'll let people know that there's a commotion headed behind the bar. What kind of commotion? Uh, I can't specifics, but it sounds like metal grinding and yelling. So we're walking into possibly someone else's fight then on the way back to the motel? I need a good show. All right. Then you see someone else fight a little, you know, getting tired of rats exploding on us. Well, I guess I will follow you then. Hmm. We go behind the bar. Is Casey going to try to stealth forward? Yeah. Okay, roll stealth. 16. As you begin to approach, you see these four school-aged teenagers at this basketball court surrounding this younger kid. This younger kid seems to have some blood running down his forehead, and these four people seem to be just consistently pushing him back and forth between each other and once in a while into the gate. If you look at one of these people, uh, they do seem to be to have a weapon in a holster on the right side, and they are just picking on this kid, beginning to chuckle and continually just throwing him into the fence. There are other people watching this situation, but no one seems to be responding to it. So are the bullies older kids or adults? Older kids, but not adults. Cool. Easy targets. Um... I instantly turn to Rythan and say, don't kill anyone, please. That's not what we're here to do. Why are you picking on me? I... I don't answer. Casey was looping around the bar, right? Yeah. So, Arnar, knowing his strengths, stealth not being one of them, I'd like to just 
walk up the same path we were going, just being overt and just looking and watching while the others went around their way. And I, I guess as we turned the corner by Crocus, just kind of looked at Rhythen and said, oh, um, everyone keeps saying you look scary, right? Around here, I guess I am. I don't Well, this could be fun. And I just changed myself to look like him. Okay. If we're going to scare off some kids, might as well do it in a fun way. I'm starting to like you a little bit better. What is the plan? I was just going to go yell at him. Oh no, oh no, no. They're going to go traumatize some school children. I'm going to use minor illusion to make fire come around me too as I walk. Jesus Christ. So, so, I would be on the opposite <laughs> side of court as them. I feel like I'd be able to see this at this point. Two Rythans and one of them's on fire. Oh, we're both on fire. If we're close oh, okay. enough. Yeah. Go ahead, Rythan, take points. Which Rythan? I'll follow close behind you, just... Go. If there's a gate on my side when I see them, I would like to just kick it open and walk into the court as they're walking in too. That's a giant flaming fiery demon. Great. Cool. I'm not a Love it. Demon. I'm a devil. Same thing. No, it's not. Same thing. <laughs> are you are you guys arguing this as we're walking towards them? <laughs> no. Right. Yes, absolutely. We're gonna walk towards the the gate. And uh, as soon as we go through the gate, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion on ourselves. And we're going to have, like, uh, become uh, surrounded by fire. Arnar, you will be able to enter in from the opposite side of the court as well. And then as soon as we get through the gate, I'm going to unfold my wings and look as big as I possibly can. And say, it's my turn. Do you want to give me an intimidation check? Because of all the situations around you, I will give you advantage on that. I was about to say, can I also, like, let out a roar at the same time? Or, like, a hiss? <laughs> like, as he says that, just kind of kneel down and hiss towards all of the children. Yeah, go for it. 18. You can take a uh, group intimidation check. See if you want to roll one as well, you can. Oh, wait, I haven't been... Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. 19. 16. And now they need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> These four teenage boys will see... Two Rythans begin to approach them, both of them having fire swirling around their bodies. Three of them will immediately begin to pick up their backpacks and begin to shuffle out, running into Arnar. It's one of those situations where one of them picks up the bag and runs and he can't stop his forward momentum, so he kind of slids to a stop at the feet of Arnar. <laughs> The other two are able to use that as a distraction and move past Arnar, but the one person who is packing a weapon is going to pull out this gun. This gun is oddly similar to the one on Rythan's belt. Dan down. Shooting me is only going to make me more angry. Can I start stealthing up behind the one with the gun? <laughs> sure. Alright, cool. And I'm going to start flanking, so there's one writhen on one side, then I'm going to get around part of the other side, and I know that Arnar's on the other. And if he's coming up behind, then we have him surrounded. Sounds good. Why don't we roll that stealth check? Another stealth? Okay. Mm -hmm. 22! There's moments of uncertainty in his eyes, but the four of you who have fought before and have seen human nature will recognize the decision to commits to this fight as soon as he begins to commit he's going to sit there and begin to pull the trigger however casey since you were sneaking up behind i'll give you the option to interrupt 
Oh, I was just gonna like grapple him. Go ahead and grab him. Give me an athletics check, please. Oh yeah. 14. You jump up and try to grab him to potentially get the weapon out of his hands and uh, his eyes away from any sort of target. However, at the last second, as you begin to grab him, he is able to hear that sudden burst of movement and jump out of the way. He is going to point the weapon towards Casey. Action surge! Grapple again! We're not not in combat. (laughs) Okay, we're not in combat. Can I charm person? Absolutely. You're going to charm him as a flaming demon? (laughs) Magic. This kid is going to put the gun down and turn towards Yvette and I'm sorry to have disturbed you. And Casey picks up the gun? The gun is still, he's still holding it. He just not, is not oh. pointing Oh, he it dropped it to you. his side. I thought you meant he dropped it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hello there. What is your name? You can call me James. James, could you hand that nice man your gun? Well, I don't know this man. I think he tried to tackle me. But if this is what you, you wish. Yes, please. That would be wonderful. Thank you, James. He begins to take the take the gun and hand it to Casey. Casey would recognize that this is a laser pistol. In fact, it looks rather new. Dang, girl. Ask him where he got this. Oh, James, where did you get that pistol? It was given to me. Really? By whom? Have you not heard? They're passing out weapons at the pharmaceutical. Just down the street. <laughs> They're handing out weapons at a pharmaceutical place. What's a pharmaceutical? I don't know. Like a witch doctor's. Uh, oh, why would they be handing out guns there? Well, that is quite interesting. Do you know why they're handing out guns? We are supposed to meet with some people tomorrow to find out what we need to do with these weapons. Oh. So, how many of you are there? Oh, I don't know. I saw crates and crates when I got mine. Oh, well, that is quite a lot of guns. Thank you very much for letting our friend have yours. Now, may I ask you, why were you picking on this boy? Turns over and as you look towards this kid, he looks like he may have tried to run away in the commotion, but... His leg wouldn't respond to him. He's kind of hurt grasping it at the knee and is kind of just observing the situation. Very confused about uh, how the figure of Rythan um, is creating a feminine voice and also somehow this man who was his bully is now turning over his weapon. Him? He deserved it. Well, that's not very fair. Doesn't really matter about money. It's just milk money. You don't brain guns to bully a child like that. That's not a very nice thing to do. Do you agree, James? Yeah, that wasn't very nice. I, I really wanted some ice cream. I mean, in James' defense, he wasn't actually threatening the kid with the gun. He just had it on him. He did beat him up, though. Yeah, but he wasn't pointing the gun at him. Literally devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, still, it's not a way for a boy like you to act. Even if you do want ice cream, you find your own money, you find your own way, you don't hurt others for it. Yes? This is how we do it on the streets. Hmm. Well, next time, James, 
I may not be so friendly. James, how well do you know this area? I've lived here my whole life. And how old are you? 16. We're new to this area, and uh... How would you like a job? Oh boy. I only have silver pieces. I don't know if that, that will do you any good, but it's what I can pay you in. Why are you giving the bully a job? No, fairness. He has a job. He stops bullying. But at the same time, we don't need a local guide. No, 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 no. I, 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 there's a reason I'm asking. So, James, are you interested? I'm listening. So, I like rumors a lot and information. So, let's say you're doing your thing. I don't want to interrupt your daily life, but you hear an interesting rumor of certain things going on in the area. And if you tell me or any of my friends here about this rumor, there might be some silver in it for you. We can get your money if that's more attractive to you. We deal in credits, but I'll let you know if I hear anything. Uh, we can work something out as a payment plan. It doesn't have to be, you know, like whatever you, you know, use as money here. We can figure it out. But tell your friends, just spread the word that if uh, people give us information, we'll, we'll give you guys money. Or don't tell your friends and keep it all for yourself and just make a lot of money. It's fine with me too. Both good ideas, but if I see you like this again, beating up another child for money, you're gonna lose more than just a gun, right? And I kind of rustle his hair a little bit, give him a little smack on the face, <laughs> and tell him to go back to school. Yeah, I think his eyes widened a little bit at the apparent threat, but then he was confused by the rustling of the hair. No, he doesn't know what to feel, but um, <laughs> he, he will pick up his backpack and head out to school. There is still also the kid on the floor of the basketball court. I should probably drop the illusion. I kneel to him and offer my hand to see if he uh, will get up, if he can get up. If you guys begin to approach him, he's going to scurry back with his left leg, which he is clearly favoring. He's just going to try to like scoot himself back a couple inches. Okay, I'll, you guys I'll are drop terrifying. The illusion. I'll drop the illusion. Hello, I don't know you. It's just magic. You're hurt. Do you need help? I can help heal people. Just magic isn't really a good uh, explanation these parts. As, as a reaction to the word magic, he's going to continue to scoot back. Uh, he wasn't too far from the fence, but I'd imagine his back is to it now, and he's... I'll just crouch down to his level. And I will steer, I'll walk away, and probably steer right in away with me. Uh, uh, We're uh, probably uh, not the best ones for this part. Yeah, I don't like kids anyway. Shocker. They clearly don't like you, and I'm gonna go help the vet with the boy. So, I, I'm sorry if I frightened you. What is your name? My, my name is, uh, Samuel Croker. Oh. Like, like the bar? Yeah, my, my mom runs it. Oh, you're Stephanie's kid. Yeah, I was just just walking. Those boys give you a hard time. His uh, leg is um, clearly not functioning. May maybe a little. The vet, can you fix him up? Does it look like it's it was like it's been like that, or it's like he just got hurt? This looks like a new wound. There, like if he was a cripple of some sort, there's no um, wheelchair or walking or crutches or anything like that so this whatever this injury is it seems to be new is it really bad or just a little bit from a medical standpoint it looks like the leg needs to be set beyond that he should be able to regain most of its usage within a couple days 
this isn't going to be very fun, but I think they pulled your leg a little bit out of place, so... Um... Hmm. Don't you have, like, magic you can use on him? I can, but I'm not sure if it's going to put the whole thing back where it should be. Oh, alright. I'll do it. I'll... I'll use my healing light. <laughs> so defeated. Uh, I'll uh, heal the small this. child. <laughs> How does that look like? Like not a lot happened on the dice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> basically, just a little bit on the tips of my hands, and right around the edges of my eyes start to glow white, and the energy flows out of my hands and in, into his leg. And it was not that much, but uh, nine points of healing to try and set it and put it back in place. In all fairness, he's a child. Nine points is probably his full hit point pool. Yeah, absolutely. So you can hear with a pop and a crunch as the leg begins to reset itself back into the socket. And leaning up against this fence, he's going to try to pull himself up and... He will test up the leg, put pressure on it, and be able to be able to walk, but with a little bit of a limp. But he he's in much better shape, and uh, any sort of other wound that he may have received, uh, it seems like he was hit on the head and was bleeding a little bit. You can see that those wounds have closed as well. See, sometimes magic isn't scary; it's helpful. Hey Samuel, why don't you head on over to the ice cream store, pick up your favorite flavor, and. Bring one home to your mom. I'm going to give them 20 credits. Yeah, that's funny. And don't worry about those kids. Bullies always get what's coming to them. And I give them a wink and send them on his way. I think the ice cream shop has a back door. And you will kind of look at the credits, um, which are also kind of coins as well. And stare at it and looks towards Vivette and Casey. Thank you. I don't know what to say. I don't know who or what you all are. Well, just a friendly healer and someone who does not like seeing others being picked on. I'll, I'll remember this. Thank you. You are welcome. He, he begins to limp to the back door of the ice cream shop, and as he moves, you can tell he's gaining more trust and strength in his leg, too. By the time he opens the back door, he seems to be walking pretty straight within this... 10 seconds of walking or so. I hold up my hand to gesture a high five to Vivette. What uh, What are you signaling? It's I a, don't add it. I mean, you did a good job. You, you did a good thing. So now we high five. I just put my hand up in the air as well, but I don't know what the high five is. So. And I just sort of like half high five her. <laughs> I'm not understand why you're slapping me for doing a good job, but is that like a normal thing here? Yeah, it's like a congratulations. Like you did a good job. Usually people just say that. Well, sometimes you don't always need words. It's fine. We'll work on it. Okay. All right. Well, we're not far from, oddly enough, the other Samuel. So maybe we should get going before we run into any more children with guns. Yeah. Well, we're gonna... We're gonna worry about that later. Anyway. Well, aren't they meeting tomorrow? Yeah. Some sort of thing that... That does not sound good. Crates of guns with children. I'll, I'll look into it later. Don't don't worry. Let's go worry about our thing right now. All right. 
I'll lead the way. I'll follow. So what we are going to introduce now is something that we're going to call reputation or renown, perhaps might be a better choice of words. But every time you guys do a deed, uh, a good deed or a deed of infamy, um, we'll be able to add to your reputation, which you guys may be able to look into if you guys need to ask any favors or something like that. So you will gain a reputation point for the citizens of Mezzamola. Sweet. And uh, you know, here I am just thinking just to feel good. Your characters don't know the, the benefit. <laughs> <laughs> do I do I have a net zero because I scared a child and then also help them? I'm not sure. As a boy, you're scaring them straight. I think this is a point of reputation, a point of infamy, perhaps. Uh, I can give you one of each. That makes sense. And I also would imagine that. Um, Casey would have perhaps five points in reputation here as well. So five plus one now, or just five? Five plus one. All right. As you guys leave the basketball court across the street, you see Sparrow Park, where you see some families out there, um, a mother and a husband and a child at the park. We see a homeless man sleeping on one of the benches, and you will continue on your trek heading to this motel. This motel only has about 20 rooms and a main office. It seems like most of the rooms are booked currently, but Vivette will know which room is hers and her groups. Alright, follow me. It's not too far up. Everyone's here, right? No one's stealthing off. Casey? <laughs> Why do you look at me? You're the only one really capable of still Nothing, never mind, let's go. Because you're a thief, that's what you do. No, let's just go. Alright, argue later, we have a meeting now. No, we have a meeting to plan a meeting. That's still a meeting. Good point. As you guys begin to pass by all these other rooms, you can hear things like TVs uh, on, radios on, sounds of static coming from inside the various rooms, until you see the room that Vivette and her crew are staying in, and there's just this kind of deafening silence coming from inside. You sure this is the place? Very sure. Alright, and I will knock on the door. Say, Samson, it's me. I've brought a few people back with me. No response. Alright, can I try opening the door? Normally, you guys keep the door locked, but you're able to open the door, and it seems like the doorknob is actually kind of broken. Oh, this is fantastic. I pull my uh, sword off my shoulder and unsheath it. Do I stealth now, guys? <laughs> if you wish. <laughs> now would be a good time. I guess so. Maybe you shouldn't have announced it, but, you know, you, you do you. All right, I will crack open the door and see what I see. And while I'm doing that, I will use my rod of the pack keeper to gain back one of my spells just in case does that have a visual aspect to it it's just a rod that has a little button on it <laughs> and i click it and energy surges up into my arms and i can cast more spells perfect you open the door to this room and this room is stationed where on the right you see the two queen size beds and to the left you have a tv and the dressers Towards the back, you will see the sink, and you will see the bathroom as well. The only light that's currently emanating from in this room is going to be the bathroom lights. As you sort of get this visual as the door kind of creaks open, what we see is this bloodbath. 
You came here with quite a few people, all of them clerics or paladins of Mephisto, are fallen to the ground, injuries abundant, and a lack of motion from all of them. Seems like they've all had their weapons out, fully geared, fully armed, as if they were preparing for an attack, but largely lost whatever fights they were in. All four of these people seem to have some sort of wound from a projectile, something that corresponds with Casey or Rythan's weapon. Samson is nowhere to be seen in this room. Are there any bodies of people that they fought? No. Are we in this room proper now? It's not just her peeking in? You can be. Alright, um, check to see if they're okay. And I'm going to run back. You said there's one light on in one room off to the side? The bathroom, yes. I run over there and kick that open. Here in the bathroom, we see that the water in the tub is kind of overflowing, creating this slight puddle. And then there is a corpse within the the tub, but you cannot really see it past the curtains. Can I go into the room and see if I can pull the person up, get the drapes back, and see if it's Samson? You are able to pull the drapes back, look at the body in the full lights from the bathroom. This person appears to be human, wearing equipment and gear dominant in Mezzamola, and currently you can see that he has this slice just down his chest and another uh, stab going through his heart. Well, that seems like something that Samson would do. Can I make a check around the room to see if any of the bodies, they don't look like Samson, it's just mostly the healers? Correct. Is there any way, are they dead dead, or can I make some sort of check to see if any of them still have any type of life? You can check their pulses and check their breathing, but it seems like they are past the point of saving. Can I, for some reason, check how long they've been dead? The vet's only been gone for an hour or so, so the wounds look pretty fresh. You can check them, the blood is still... You know, in the lukewarm area, their body hasn't fully begun to decompose. We get some of the preliminary things, mostly the smell of the body releasing its gas and fluids, but nothing that implies that they have been dead for a long time. Okay, I didn't know that she just, like, left from here. Yes, I came here, from here, to come get you. I told you it wasn't an ambush. If anything, we got ambushed. I remember them saying they were going to split off another piece of the party was going to go speak to someone else but i'm not sure why anyone would have come as soon as i left maybe they just missed you maybe you got lucky that seems to be a running gag with me apparently have you made any enemies since you've come here we've been stuck in this room since we got here have you made a show of your abilities no we came straight here we've been staying here for 10 days very few people even knew we were here. They, the people who are on the ground and everything, they look like they're from... They're obviously not from here, right? They're, like, they're dressed and everything? Correct. Well, someone may have spotted you coming in, and we know that there's someone searching for magical beings and magic users, or tests. You probably just seemed like a good target. Could I check the body in the uh, tub? Is it uh, one of our uh, corpse bride friends? No, this body is from a male. And no, none of that special armor that we saw before? No, rather um, a mundane kind of bulletproof vest, uh, a very simple jacket, leather jacket, nothing 
Nothing extravagant. If nobody, if nobody knew you were here, then is it possible it was an inside job? Because you said some of your other friends left. Well, they were investigating the Creed Corp for Draconic Magic, I believe. What now? It was a, a corporation, uh, something about Draconic Magic. They were going to go look into it, but I don't know where it is. It was a different group of individuals that was being sent out. Um, can I tell if the individuals that Samson told to go on that mission are here? They are not. He only sent, I believe it was two people, I have to double check that, only sent two of the group there. You were going to go talk to this party, and everyone else was staying put. Samson should be here though. Samson was not in the group that was going to the upper city to investigate the Creed Corporation. Also, Casey. Creed Corporation is basically the superpower in charge as far as businesses go. They are the richest, they own a lot of things. Many of these buildings within the Undercity are actually probably are actually owned from the Creed Corporation and they take rent and things like that from them. Can Rythen investigate the sleeping quarters? I'm assuming most of them are from the fantasy land for anything that shouldn't belong to them. Maybe something left behind by someone from this new world. I'll take an investigation check. 14. I thought that was a 1. And can I look around and see if I see anything that belonged to Samson that he may have left behind? While we're all doing this, all this investigating, I'm going to pull the body out of the tub and I'm going to call over Casey. Casey, you're the one who will know most about what does and doesn't belong in this, whoever this is. Am I looking him over? What am I looking for? I don't know. Clues? Anything. Okay, I want to look for clues or anything out of the ordinary on the drowned corpse. Okay. Let me go ahead and take the investigation check from Vivette as well. That was a 19. Perfect. Five. Rythen, you look around and you're not seeing really anything out of the ordinary as far as what you would expect these people to have with the exception that you do see bullets on the floor uh, casings as well this was a firefight which also implies it would have been loud vet you see samson's bible in the normal dresser where he would normally keep his equipment his clothes his you know anything he traveled with so you see a bible of mephisto in front of you he definitely would not leave that behind if he could have helped it. And Casey, you begin to inspect the body, maybe for some tattoos or other sort of markings. And you begin to take off his jacket to inspect him, maybe inspect his wounds. This I will give you for for free. You lift off his shirt to see the uh, the slice down his side and then the pierce through his heart. And it seems like written in permanent marker on his stomach. It says, Halifarin says hi. Oh. Hmm. Well, that seems out of the ordinary. Does who is this? anyone know who that is? Isn't that the high elf on oh, the sewers? Yes, him. So I thought you said I didn't have to worry about the high elf from the sewers. You said exactly those words. You don't. Uh, but apparently your party did. All right. We have a truce with him. I don't think you were kind of part of that. I don't think we have any insurance with him. I don't know why you think that. We do. Well, he's clearly untrustworthy from the start, and you just want us out of there. But this pretty much falls in line with what at least I expected. He's still looking for magic users. Yeah, he said he would never stop. 
Yep. And he saw people that did one of his contacts saw people that didn't belong, so he sent someone. Okay, you know this seems suspicious, actually. Well, yes, of course it's suspicious. Obviously, the problem is, is if he wanted magic users, why kill them? And on top of that, I highly doubt that he could have taken Samson on his own. Uh, he had hired help when we met him. Well, let's stop the speculating. We can always just go ask him. Yeah, I'm sure that'll go great. It might. Well, multiple things here. Why would he have one of his men mark themselves with his name? Also, even if he was the one who did it, why would he tell us? That is kind of uh, suspicious. He's a little smarter than that. We think. I feel like it's a message to us. Maybe he knew we were going to come here. I don't think he did it. And his man just marked himself before death, or they marked themselves on the way in? Hmm. But from what I know about these guns that the, they use here, they're kind of loud. I'm sure other people heard a fight going on around here. Well, it doesn't look like anyone uh, wanted to help. Casey. Yeah. Since you're the humanist, or uh, human, yeah. and uh, I kind of scare people, uh, take this gold coin and go next door and see if they're willing to talk. Also, we were at the basketball court for a little while and we didn't hear shots, so that also narrows down the timeline. It had to have been before we made it to the basketball court. Well, it could have been when you left. Did we... Was there like a clerk like when we entered or something like that? or There was an office. And was there anyone hanging out there? Or Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Maybe we should ask the owners. I think Casey should. Why do you think I should? Because you're human. That's valid. Yeah. I'm a demon with wings, and he's a, a talking dragon. Thank you for saying dragon and not saying lizard anymore. There's a difference. I have come to respect you. All right. I, I take his gold coin, pocket it, and I go down to the front desk. And you feel a tug on your pocket as you walk in towards that office. Trixie's with you, but you don't know. You just feel a tug. Okay. I'll just pretend I didn't feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I would just shrug it off like, yeah, okay. That was weird. Since I really don't know these guys and I don't know if possibly they had anything to do with this, could I just disguise myself to look like a random Mesomolin and also go down with them? Sure, of course. Guys, we were also ambushed probably the same time. But we, they didn't there was no people ambushing us. No gunfire. Just those things. I feel like the rats were more so to buy time while what happened went down here. Well, and there is still the problem that apparently a pharmaceutical company is giving out guns to children. Maybe they have something else to do with what's going on because they did say the attack would be tomorrow. It would be very um, important to get rid of some high-end magic users or people from the other place. Here's how I see it. We got attacked. Uh, at the same time, these got a these people got attacked, meaning that they knew that we were going to come here, meaning that what's written on this person's stomach was probably a message for us. But a misleading message. So we got... It's either misleading or, honestly, that man seemed like someone who would flaunt his actions in front of his enemy. I don't think it was him. He was definitely flaunting. Well, especially if he thinks that most of us are dead. He's not stupid enough to take leave things to chance. Regardless, we're not going to solve it here. Let's go out and ask your questions. If me and Rythen will keep searching this place, I guess. Maybe they left something behind the television, right? And before I leave, I grab uh, Samson's Bible and I 
don't touch it with my hands, because that could be a problem. Um, I will wrap it in cloth and put it away in one of my bags. All right. As they leave, when they're gone and it's just uh, R&R and me, I'm going to go over to one of the corpses, pull out a dagger, and uh, harvest some blood and put it in a vial. Weird. Look at us. Two freaks hanging out in a bloodbath. Yep. Maybe we should uh, bar the door. Good idea. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna move whatever the any close, heavy piece of furniture in front of the door after closing it. I'm gonna sit on a bed and uh, I'm gonna view the world through the my eyes and my familiar. All right. And while everybody's doing whatever the heck that is, uh, I'm just gonna go. I don't know. Every drawer and like looking behind TV, something to pass the time. Just behind the TV, behind the, I don't know, any sort of appliances. All that jazz. Sure. Just going through the room. Yep. I will take a perception check from Vivette, Casey, and Trix. Uh, seven. Twenty-two. Twenty-one. Casey, not on his game today. I can only shoot things. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm good at. But I'm really good at it. As Casey and Vivette, as soon as you exit the building... Vivette will see a person who began to walk very quickly and very suspiciously down the street, heading specifically to Sparrow Park. Did Trix see this? Trix will see this too. I'm gonna send Trix to follow that person while they go do their thing. Are you going to question the person at the front desk? Yeah, just to see if they heard or saw anything suspicious. I'm not a very trusting person. But on this, I'm going to trust you. I'm following that person. And I'm I'm going to take off. Okay. You you do what you gotta do. I don't really know her, so I'm like, cool. Yep, you do you. Split the party. <laughs> Arnard jumps out a window. <laughs> Casey, let's start with you. You walk into this office and you see an older lady, about 45, wearing very simple and well-worn clothing. Has some patchwork to it, but seems to be relatively functional and well taken care of despite its age. You recognize this person as Cherise since you've been in this neighborhood for a long time. This is her building and she goes, Casey, what brings you down here? Oh, hey, I was just meeting up with some friends. I need some help. Can you tell me if you've uh, heard or seen anything suspicious in the past hour? Uh, uh, no, of course not. Have you? Can I insight check that? (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, no. I'm not good at insight. Twelve. I rolled an eleven. Woo! Yeah, uh, nothing. Nothing has happened. Trees, I think you should be honest with me. Come on, we've known each other for a little while. And I, I'll, I'll slide her the gold coin. She looks at the coin. Hasn't really seen gold before. We'll kind of slide it to her side of the counter at in this office. There was a man with pointy ears came in, gave me 500 credits to go to the gas station for about 20 minutes. I don't know anything else. Was he with anyone else? Or was it just him? There was a van that was parked outside that he left from. I'm assuming there were more people there. All right. Thanks. I uh, appreciate your help. She gives a nod and made more money uh, doing weird deals than actually running the motel today. Yeah. Don't get used to doing shady business, Cherise. It doesn't bring any good. So, Trix and Vivette, as you guys leave Cherise's motel, this person is 
will cross the street to Sparrow Park and then begin to hit a fast run. What is Trix's fly speed? 40 feet. So does Trix and Vivette try to keep pace or are you guys going to take a more subtle approach? How far away are they from me? We'll say 80 feet. Yeah, Eldritch Blast. Okay, roll to hit. Dang. 17 plus 6. Yeah, that'll hit. That is 11 damage. How does Eldritch Blast look like in this particular situation? Eldritch Blast is the one that comes out of my hands, black spiraling in the center, white around it, and then jumps to them and encloses them in an Iron Maiden. (laughs) So Trix will be able to see this entire scenario. Uh, Why doesn't Trix give me a perception check real quick? One more time. 24. As this person is attacked by this magical energy and this Iron Maiden comes around him, he begins to fall forward, alive but still deeply injured. But Trix will notice that there is subtle movements coming from the parking structure as six men who were observing the situation immediately begin to react. It's hard to tell what they are doing, but you can definitely see that movement. Can I see it, or am I too focused on the guy I just hit? I don't think you would have line of sight to it. Can I walk up to the guy that I hit that's on the ground? Absolutely. Is he crawling away or anything? He's trying. Yeah, I'm not going to, and this is kind of your rules, I'm not going to cast a spell or anything. I do have my weapons, though. So I am going to pull out my sickle. And when I catch up to him, I'm just going to put it to his throat. Tell me where they took him. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Scald's Tale Entertainment, LLC.